0: it's saturday it's 7 a.m this is abq central with your hosts fred slow and van nunley all right
1: all right all right Fire
0: it, it starts right now on the sports animal
2: good morning albuquerque my name is fred slow van's not here why? Van's not here today. Why? On assignment, Vital. He's on assignment.
3: We got somebody even better.
2: Okay, so, I mean, we're not throwing shade. Joining us, friend of the show, friend in real life, star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Good morning, Brandon.
4: I would never agree with the notion that I'm better than Van. But I'm still happy to be here, and much more energetic than I am usually at 7 a.m. So it's good
2: to be with you. What do you think you're at right now on a scale of one to ten? Where do you think you're at? I
4: think I'm. Uh, I think I'm got up to about an 85. You're at 8.5. I think I'm um, usually about a 3.5. Usually, I like when, they- <laughs> when I when
3: I, I roll out of bed and come here, but 90, got up even earlier today. 97.6. So. Yeah, hey, that was a compliment to you, Brandon. I know, but left.
4: I still, you know, I love Van a lot, so I would never agree that I'm better than him.
2: That point .5 is important because if the Lakers would have had .5 more effort last night, it would have been a different game for your boys. I would
4: boys. say .5 more execution. They they got the ball in the right place and got good shots off very late in the game. That just they did not hit them.
2: Hot take from Brandon Ortega. Danny Green is known as the right place now. No. No. Good morning, Mike Vitale. How are you?
3: Oh, we got a Laker fan here in our midst.
2: He's wearing the colors in studio, wearing the colors.
4: Which a lot of Laker fans won't be doing today. A lot of Laker fans will not wear their gear today and cry about how the game ended last night. But uh, born and raised in L.A., and not going to do that. You can't make excuses. They should have won. They didn't execute. On to game six. Got to give credit to the Heat.
2: There's a lot more Laker fans right now than usually.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of bandwagoners right now. Yes. For sure. For sure.
2: Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio. We are, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I 9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. It's a good program today. 8 a.m. David Carl of the New Mexico United is going to join us. We're going to talk about the playoff ticket. Top
4: notch, dude.
2: Top notch, dude. Top notch. Top notch. So we're going to talk about what's going on with the United. Also, I don't know if it's public knowledge yet, but a little inside baseball for the listener. Putting together a little blood drive. We're doing a little blood drive with United. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll put that out there as soon as that's official. Also, eight fifteen, Isabel Gonzalez from The Lair, she's going to join us. Uh, we're going to talk the very first week of Lobo football, because practice started this week. Don't yeah, know on if Monday. You
4: know. Yeah, football practice started on Monday. Full full contact, at least. They've been doing small groups. For quite some time, yes. but they've finally got state clearance, governor's clearance, correct to get full contact, and games will be on very soon, October twenty fourth at Colorado State.
2: She is a um, well; she's just a talent. She also writes for USA Today, so if you don't know her, you're going to learn her. But she is an enthusiast. Her expertise is basketball, so obviously we'll talk Lobo basketball as well. Speaking of. Best basketball game I ever saw in the history of basketball last night. True or false? False. What? <laughs> so false. How are you saying that? It was ugly in the fourth quarter. It it got so ugly at certain
4: points where neither team could score. It, they were so exhausted. You're using the word both. Both teams were so like Jimmy Butler. I thought was going to pass out. Yes. After he got fouled in the last
2: minute. Why are you calling that ugly? That's attrition.
4: No, I mean it, it was battle. It was getting ugly. Look, it was really close. That was very entertaining. You know how many, it wasn't the best game I've ever seen. That's you know a how many huge minutes,
2: exaggeration. Do you know how many minutes Jimmy Butler missed last night? Not even one. Cause Not was like, even it was one. Like 45 40, seconds. Yes. Yeah. That's what he has
4: to do for yes. him to win. And you know he's fueled he strictly. He cannot um, take off a full minute in this game. Cannot. That's how much they need him. Especially when tight. I mean, I got to look up the stats. Okay. We're going de- to dig deeper into this throughout the first hour, I believe is your plan. But Tyler Hero didn't really show up. last Why? Night. Why would he? Why would
2: you? Why would you bank on rookie joke Tyler Hero? He
4: did in game three, or what was it? Game three is the one they won. Yeah, he yeah. I game three. I've
2: seen you on the pickup court. You can hit a couple threes. You have. You've only seen me play horse. You haven't even seen me play. That's pickup. What, Well, you're Tyler. You are Tyler Hero capable. You are at that level. That's false. That's so false. Because that is how low of a level he is at.
4: No. What? Why would you say that? He's he he set some marks that no one's ever done at his age in the NBA finals. Why would you say that?
2: He's being outshined by walk on, whitest guy in the history of basketball, Duncan Robinson.
4: Mm, only last night. What has he really done
2: That's throughout the, the rest well, of
4: the NBA finals? I'm
2: though? I'm glad you're on the same page with me because none of them have done anything. Yeah, it's, it's the it's Jimmy like, Butler show. It's
4: like someone has to take someone has to step up. It doesn't have to be a certain person, but other someone on that roster has got to help out Jimmy Butler. At any given night, and Duncan Robinson was that guy. When it comes to scoring, last night, yeah, he 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 showed up big. What do you have? Five six threes last night.
2: Yeah, huge. Yeah, because they were they one were... of them
4: a four point play, mind you, late in the third. The Heat had two four point plays. Correct, in the third late in the third quarter alone. That's the kind of night they were having. And when I saw the second four point play, I just got the feeling like oh, this might be the Heat's night. you like. How do you lose when you have things like that happen?
2: I don't know how you were like, this might be the heat tonight. looking at anyone that's not Jimmy freaking Butler. Jimmy T-Trip Dub Butler. Trip Dub Butler. My, my father, Jimmy Butler. Your dad. My He's dad. Your dad. He's my daddy. <laughs> He's my daddy. <laughs> He's going to keep winning games. Until number seven can get over his foot thing and come back in game seven. He's not coming
4: back. He's got plantar fasciitis. He's not coming back.
2: We'll see. No, he's not.
4: <laughs> he's not coming back.
2: You don't think he can just get a shot and be good and be no, able to no, go? Oh, no,
4: no, because he a big part of his game is he's a good penetrator and a good driver, and he can't do that. If he can't do that, he's not playing.
2: Today's varsity, the I-9 varsity, is top returns of all time, okay? In sports? You, however you interpret that question or that statement. Today's I-9. In the NBA Finals? Today's I-9 Varsity, which is here at 845, is top return. Team I-9? Team I-9. Okay. Because number seven, because this is it's going to seven games now.
4: No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not.
2: So Goron. It, it- barely
4: got to six. It's not going seven. It barely got to six. Everything you're saying is incorrect. It, it didn't barely happen? The Lakers weren't one shot away from winning last night? It barely happened.
2: You're dreaming. It barely happened. I can't tell you when I heard this. It was after a loss by the Lakers, though, okay? Years ago. And Phil Jackson says, we played five games. It has to be three to two. Okay. That's it. <laughs> what did he This you're like, it's as close to, it literally has to be this. One team has had to go 1-3. One team has had to go 1-2. Okay. That's it. Okay.
4: And we're getting to six. We are at six. You're right. Yeah. I don't think it's going to seven. It's
2: absolutely going to seven because number seven is going to come back in a triumphant return.
4: Plantar fasciitis is not something you come back from that quickly. It, It happened in game one of this series. Correct. He can't come back. It's too, it's too, it takes months to rehab from that.
2: Glenn Rice would like to talk to you about this.
4: Glenn Rice is only a shooter. He's not Goran Dragic where he has to handle the ball a lot and penetrate. That's part of his game. They need him to do that too. He's almost useless if he can't do both.
2: Useless is every player not named LeBron James last night on the L.A. Lakers. Not
4: Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis had a pretty good game. He had
2: one rebound off an air ball from one of those scrubs. He
4: had over 10 rebounds last night. Without even looking at the stats, I know he had at least 11 or 12 rebounds.
2: Do you believe there's a single player on the L.A. Lakers that LeBron James did not punch in the mouth last night after that loss? Nah, he didn't punch
4: anybody. What? No. I'm
2: looking at the injury report right now. Because,
4: look. LeBron, as much as he was the reason that the Lakers almost won that game, he made some key mistakes down the stretch, too. Last four minutes, I remember when they had the lead, mm-hmm. he started holding the ball. As he should. No, 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 no. Like, Look, four minutes left, you need to keep the rhythm of the offense going. He was just holding the ball, taking every the whole team out of their, their rhythm. They needed to keep moving the ball. They needed to keep...
2: They were only shooting threes. No,
4: when... Well, the last. I mean, I, look, I got to look up the the, okay. the last stats here, but his last five buckets were all layups.
2: LeBron's were because he's the only guy going right. to the basket, right? Him and AD, but Danny Green he missed. But the last four minutes, he
4: missed. The Lakers took themselves out of rhythm by not moving the ball around, especially not getting it into Anthony Davis's hands. LeBron was just holding it and trying to drain the clock, trying to settle for the last seconds of the shot clock. They took themselves. Out of the out of rhythm and should have just kept driving it early in the shot clock. They were just as much to blame as the Heat's last what was. I mean, did Jimmy Butler make all of their last shots in the last two or three minutes?
2: He made everything.
4: I, I don't think I don't think anyone else scored. No, in the last why three would three they? Minutes. Yeah, because he just held the ball was mm-hmm. dry, he But he was driving it early in the shot clock. Whereas if if he missed it, you know, you 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 keep you keep something going. He wasn't just like lollying around for 15 seconds and taking himself out of rhythm. Well, what he was doing. Team out of rhythm. Is
2: he was looking at Markeith Morris and say, "Yeah, I can take that." That's what he was doing.
4: Yeah, the it was inexcusable how much LeBron was getting switched off of Butler cuz he wanted to guard him and then Shut the up. screens happened and they weren't uh executing defensively. Give credit to the Heat though. The uh, Heat this is why they're here. I just in the NBA Finals, they
2: Jimmy out, Butler.
4: They outplay you and as I've, I've always heard the term work smarter, not harder. They yes. do both. They work hard and
2: smart. Hard and smart is the definition of Jimmy Butler.
3: I thought when Anthony Davis tweaked his ankle a couple of times there, once in the first quarter and then again in the fourth quarter, it made it easier for Butler to attack the rim. Well, I thought yeah. that was big.
2: That's spot on by Doug, because I'm looking at the injury report right here, and it says Anthony Davis heel, Danny Green broken jaw, Alex Caruso broken jaw, Rajon Rondo broken jaw, Kyle Kuzma broken jaw, LeBron James broken hand. That's what the injury report says. Yeah, Rajon it's Rondo. He beat the crap out of these guys after the game.
4: They needed him to make a few plays down the stretch, and, and he wasn't effective down the stretch. I mean, I mean, no one really outside of LeBron in the last few minutes did much, but, again, in the last four minutes, the, their rhythm left. They they were just putting the ball in LeBron's hands and, and letting him make all the decisions. And, I mean, I, I did see in, this, in the stats the last minute and a half, Danny Green had three
2: wide-open threes. Yes, and he did nothing and, with them. Caldwell and- Pope forgot how to shoot. More Marquise for Ricky? Which one? Morris? Which one was it? It was one Marquise. Marquise. So he grabs this rebound. So and here's what we, I, you and I. Oh, well, this and, is
4: a great idea what he had too. It just yeah, it, Anthony it, Davis wasn't on the same page as him.
3: On Twitter, it was blowing up last night. Was, why didn't LeBron attack the rim instead of pass it off to Green, who kept missing the threes? Yeah. Well, because he was team. triple teams. Yeah. And, yeah, and, exactly. and Green was wide open. Exactly. Right. You know, it's one of those
4: hindsight things like, cool. oh, what a terrible decision to give it to Green, but he was wide open. The thing is, and he's capable of making threes. He's one of their best three point shooters.
2: Me, you, and friend of the show, Rob, are in a text message last night. Rob yeah. Portnoy, right. Voice of the Lobos. We're in a threat. And as we're talking about this thing, we're literally calling it. We're like Spolstra knows to put the double slash triple team on LeBron here on this final position. Get possession. the ball
4: out of his hand. Yes. Yeah, that that was that was the simple plan.
2: So right. you have to know if you're the Lakers. I think I even said this to you. I was like, I was like, guys, we got what was it, 14 seconds or where it was. So we're gonna get the ball at 14. We're gonna take a shot about five seconds left. Because then when you get a rebound, take one breath. Like, don't lose your feet. Don't throw it out of bounds, Morris. Don't chuck it. The execution there at the end was soft, but it wasn't soft because it was ugly. It was soft because these dudes are on fumes. How much basketball have they played in this bubble? There's nothing left. Right.
4: Yeah, and, and look, they're playing on short rest from day one of the playoffs. You, you in, I think game five last night was the first time they actually had two days off yes. in between games. first time you know within a series since the playoffs started so yeah i mean look everyone's at the end of their their energy here and you know the end of the, the gas tank if you if you will
2: and uh, give the heat credit man they got it done and we're going on to 6 i'm giving them credit and they only get one day off game is sunday night so no game tonight but they play tomorrow night i could talk basketball with you all day we're kind of we're kind of going to we're kind of going to we're going to take a break when we get back The program is partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters. We're going to talk about exactly what the friends of the show can do to help an organization that helps a lot of kids. Dave & Busters presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, part of a New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. During the commercial break, I think Jimmy Beller got another triple-double. So that's like an exciting thing.
4: Is there in and out? In Orlando,
2: like the restaurant, yeah, I believe no, I don't think so.
3: Just West Coast. Mm, well, there's some in Texas. Well, Texas because that's where the ranches are, and that's where they want to, you know, process d- their meat.
2: I do know what Vital is saying is completely true. That you have to be within eight hours of a distribution center. Right. Yeah. Why do we know this about In and Out? That's weird. Because it's that
4: good. First of all, it's that good.
2: Too bad we already did the varsity today, so I, <laughs> I'd have done this one.
4: You can change it. You've done that before. I'm
2: not changing it. Today's I-9 varsity is top returns. I've got like two
4: in my head so far, so see how that goes.
2: Find us on Facebook. Normally I say all social media, but this one right now is primarily Facebook. Find us on Facebook, ABQ Central and 610 The Sports Animal, or facebook.com slash talkABQ. Your boys have partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters. And what we are doing, Brando, is we have personally pledged, Van and I, to get the friends of the show to support, to come out. Because they are currently on an $82,000 goal. 82?
4: 82
2: $82,000 is their goal to help kids in the community. And they are only at $32,000. They are $50,000 short of where they want to be. And I said, don't worry about it. I'll get the friends of the show. We'll raise fifty. Th- well, let's be realistic. But can we raise $1,500? I bet you we can. I absolutely bet you we you can. You
4: challenged me, and I'm accepting? I am going to I challenge will, you. I will donate. I am donating $100 to match your donation.
2: I am donating $100, and the link is on the Facebook page. Here's the thing: You donate a hundred dollars, get a T-shirt.
4: Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You get a T-shirt of Big Brothers, Brothers Big and Sisters. Sisters. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. It's the move for. But I'm more down with helping the kids, so I'm gonna help. I'm gonna match your donation. You challenged me on Facebook, which isn't really that cool to do on social media, interesting like that.
2: But it worked. Find though, our so congratulations. Find our link on Facebook. <laughs> If you're a fan of the show and you're a fan of helping kids, ABQ Central on 6th the Sports Animal or Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. Big Brothers Big Sisters Mountain Region is in the middle of their Move for Kids Sake campaign. And the show has put a team together. Big Brothers Big Sisters Mountain Region has had to cancel their biggest fundraiser of the year, the Bowl for Kids, due to COVID-19. Children need life-savings mentors now more than ever, which is why we hope you'll help support. In the first ever move for kids sake here's how it works you click our link you click donate but we put a little caveat on our end when you donate hashtag team slow or hashtag team non i
4: know you've posted on the talk abq facebook have you posted anywhere else
2: uh it is currently only there i believe it may be on the twitter as well then after you make your donation start moving walk run hike jump rope chat whatever you got to do move around Take a photo, tag Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Mountain Region using hashtag miles for matches and keeps kids connected. $100 to get you a t-shirt no matter what. The teams that raise the most money, there's some other incentives. And if we start to get in that kind of realm, we'll talk about that. Cool. So we're going to do this up until the very last moment that we can do it. So we would encourage you to help us help some kids. Uh, 100% of this bad boy goes to... Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, we are keeping none. It is directly to them. We do not see it. It's great cause. We do not touch it. If you're not familiar with Big Brothers, Big Sisters and what they do in the area, specifically as it relates to New Mexico, tremendous organization, helps kids daily, specific, specifically with the transition of COVID-19. They're doing cool remote programs. So it's uh, it's like, hey, uh, hey Brandon, to your lunch today. You want to do an hour with a little and help them with their homework or? Listen to their life. What's what's that? What's that app everyone's playing? Whatever, play that. WhatsApp. I don't know that one. I don't have it. I've seen your cell phone. You have zero games on your cell phone. No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I have a three year old man. He's he's he keeps me busy enough. I play games with him. I'm trying to get him off the phones and the iPads. Gosh, when he was like one, one and a half he was already addicted to phones and iPads yes. and technology, and we nibbed that in the butt. And he's not really on them anymore, and I, we're trying to keep it that way, so I'm trying not to be on the phone too much when I'm with him. Um, but, uh, but, hey, back to the Big Brothers, Big Sisters.
2: To put a, to put a bow on it.
4: And you... If you just go to the ABQ Central Facebook, they've got a link on how to donate. Super easy because I'm doing it right now.
2: You're doing it right now on air.
4: You click it on the you click on the link, it takes you directly to the website. Friends of the show, join the team. You click how much you want to donate. I am matching Fred's challenge of a hundred dollar donation. Correct. Live on the show, just clicked it. You put in your simple info, name, blah blah blah, yada yada, and then boom, you've donated. Super easy, and it's uh, for a great
2: cause. Love that. We just kicked off the campaign yesterday, so don't let our we're only at like two hundred something bucks so far. So we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We set a goal for a thousand bucks. That's the team goal. My my interpersonal goal is fifteen hundred bucks. And then if you uh, if you make an effort to help us help some kids, um, you know what I'll do for fun? I'll pick one of the donations, and I'll I'll throw I'll just throw out a fringe of the show shirt. So you donate a dollar, you're in. For every donation you make, you're in. You want to donate... Everything helps. You want to donate a $1 dollar a hundred times, I'll put your name in the drawing a hundred times. hundred dollar donation gets you the Big Brothers Big Sisters shirt. Any donation from us gets you in a raffle where I will give you an opportunity to win a Friends of the Show shirt. If you have not seen them, check out our social media. They're super sweet. Brandon, thank you for making your effort and donating to Big Brothers Big Sisters. My thank bud. you for taking your time away from KOB. Coming on the program. It's
4: my day off, so it's uh, and everyone's asleep at home, so it's it's win win. <laughs> <laughs> it's win. It fits into the schedule nicely, and I love being on here with you guys. And yeah, I, I thought fe- always
2: always a lot of fun. I tell you, what, my favorite part of you at KOB is seeing you at a night because I'm a night news guy, right? Like I don't I don't catch the noon deal. I don't I don't always catch the five o'clock deal. But you're there every night now, right?
4: Yeah, five nights a week. Yeah, anchoring three nights a week. I, I anchor Sunday through Tuesday, and I've been back in the studio lately.
2: How is it different with football back? Does that change? Does it just overrun everything?
4: The NFL specifically, yeah, because I work Sundays. Lee's the guy on Saturday, so he gets to cover all the college, fun college football stuff going on right now. But we have the Lobos also joining the college football world in just a couple of weeks, two weeks from yesterday.
2: That is correct because it's
4: the twenty fourth. Yeah, yes. God, we are already. What What is the date today? The tenth.
2: Today is the tenth. It is my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Emily! Happy birthday, Emily.
4: Emily! Awesome. Yeah. So Saturday's Lee's night to anchor the college football. I handle it the NFL day, and and then Monday we've been having like two games. You know, right. Last week, and then we will again this week. I think at least two games and, on Monday. And it looks like there is going to be one on maybe Tuesday. One on Tuesday, which is
2: crazy. Yeah, but that's the world we're living in right now. The NFL is not going to make it.
4: I think they're going to make it. I think it's just going to—not every team's going to play their full schedule. I don't—I think it's going to get too complicated. There's going to be some teams left with a couple of games short of 16. Will they be playoff teams or not? We shall see. But, uh, no, it's it's definitely nice to have a big slew of highlights to choose on Sunday— to, and to break down, I, I think I throw in anywhere from, I don't know, five to six games I get to show highlights of for the two shows I do combined. And yeah, that's great. And there's, and there's still local stuff. You know, you got New Mexico United we're covering on a daily mm-hmm. basis still. And good luck to them in the playoffs tonight in San Antonio. At, against San Antonio FC kicks off at seven. They're actually having the Somos Unidos Fest in Santa Fe. This is something definitely... Uh, you listeners out there? You got a lot of time to get out there today. Santa Fe, gates open at two, Motorama at the Downs in Santa Fe. I've never been to that drive in theater. Have you been to that one
2: yet? Uh he, I've been by it. It right. looks impressive. It's a huge screen, right? I mean huge. I mean, we're doing a little date night little date nine tonight. Maybe we should go.
4: I threw that out there to, to Becca. Yeah. And we gotta yeah, we gotta see if the ladies are down with that.
2: There's some logistics about that.
4: Yeah. Logistically, it might be tough. Yeah. Because I, well, I only got the sitter for a certain amount of time, too. That's the thing. Yeah.
2: And can you imagine putting 45 minutes in a car with me?
4: I've uh, put in five hours at a time in, in a car with you. So it's I can, brutal. I can handle 40, I can handle 45. That's, I'm, the, that's I'm the worst. That's nothing.
2: How much is your life about to change with Lobo football being back?
4: It changes a bit because it changes my days off. That's the big one. To From Friday, Saturday to Thursday, Friday. Still no high school sports, so I won't be working Friday nights yet. I'm not working Friday nights until we get some high school sports back, which we'll talk more about later. But Lobo football on Saturdays, yeah, looking to get out there at Colorado State for the opener. Excited about that. Don't know exactly what that will look like as far as fans and the media there because there's already a plan in Albuquerque. They're planning on letting media in there, but not on the field, which is this, the right thing to do. There won't be fans in the stands in Albuquerque, so the media will just spread out into the stands. Oh, so really? That, so that's the plan so far that they're talking about doing. But, uh, no, it's great. Hablobo football back. They started full contact practice on Monday after getting state clearance and the governor's clearance. And got a lot of protocols they have to do. They, they test several times a week for covid-19 that's part of it there's a lot of other protocols that they put into place that uh, they're still you know getting through for the first time with with I mean, cuz it's it's a demanding thing that the state asked them to do all these protocols in order to pull this off so it's good to see them come to an agreement and give it a shot you know hope, hopefully it goes well this is a team that Danny Gonzalez inherited that had a lot of seniors coming in to spring ball. I think they're up to four now, maybe five. And Isabel will talk more about this too. Four or five transfers, correct? That, that and four or five guys that entered the transfer portal for various reasons, and majority of them entered before the Mountain West announced they were coming back. It, it was it happened between spring and the Mountain West announcing they were going to attempt a eight game season that four players left entering the transfer portal thinking that they wouldn't get to play this year and mo- trying to move on to another school, maybe closer to their home state. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk more a little about football. Excited to have them back.
2: Brandon Ortega to KOB. He's covering everything you want to know about here in town. You can find him Sunday through Tuesday night. It, people just call it Channel 4, right? That's what the, Yeah. The, yeah, that's what it's known or as here. KOB. Yeah. I K-L-B call it KOB. KLB Four Sports. KOB Four Sports.
4: Brandon Ortega, KOB Four Sports. When we get that's back. How, that's how I tag it out.
2: Nice. Nice. You're a pro. Okay. When we get Perfect. back, MLB Baseball. Dave and Buster presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Studio, powered by Man- New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I9. And we're getting strong with Evolve Strong 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're back on the program. I only had to go to the keyboard one time to make my donation to Big Brothers Big Sisters. It's all basically points. You just point and click.
4: Yep, same here. So Got it done in a minute. Donation completed.
2: Rob Manfred is about as scared as anyone in the entire world could be, as it looks as if the Atlanta Braves will face off against the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series, and that's the worst Oof. thing that could happen to baseball in the history of all sports. <laughs>
4: That's I don't think that's gonna happen. No,
2: because we're about to get the greatest rematch but it's in possible, World Series history.
4: Yeah, I think it's a lot more likely we're getting the Dodgers and Astros. They're they're both on fire right now.
2: If they put fans in Arlington,
4: I will go. Uh, Eleven thousand something is I think the proposed
3: idea. The yeah, to tickets, have some fans. Those tickets blew out in ninety minutes. Uh, right. Well,
2: I am a friend of Major League Baseball, and I can get a press pass. Like there is no doubt in my mind. And I will go out there to quote-unquote cover the would game. You, would you drive to Dallas? No, absolutely You'd not. You'd
4: yeah. it What would it drive to Dallas be like? Ten hours? Yeah. That's a, min- that's a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's only so much of the program on Stitcher. There's only so much of this program on Spotify. There's only so much of the if program there was the, on if iTunes. If it was the Cardinals, you would have drove. Yes, but also I would just fly. Yeah. I'm in my prime earning years. I have, I have airline miles. Oh, who do you who do you have miles with? Well, I mean, you know, you you start to collect them, you know. So, I've only got miles with one, one of them. Southwest, you Southwest guy. Delta. I don't mess with Delta. No, I like Delta. They have free Wi-Fi.
3: I don't. I don't, I don't use yeah, Wi-Fi they, on flying on flights anyway. Yeah, they do because I, I. They all do. Delta's the best for me. What? That they,
4: they all got Wi-Fi. It's 2020. Every airline's. Getting. Oh. You, what do you think? Only one of them does. <laughs> that's that's what they'd like to make you think. Everyone picks one airline. Everyone's got Wi-Fi.
2: Kind of a Southwest guy myself. Nice. I like the. You don't have a signed seat, so it's kind of like a fun game of like playing roulette. I like that
4: about that airline, and then I don't like it. It's a little too Wild West for me. I don't know. I like knowing where I'm sitting. That's kind of what I prefer. Like you're going to a sporting event, I kind of like to know where I'm sitting already, not have to like GA, you don't figure like it out. Nah.
2: How would you describe me physically? Uh you're tall. Yeah. Would you say I have girth? See but uh, big guy. Yeah.
4: Thick. You're you're tall.
2: I'm very tall. You're tall.
4: I think how tall are you? I don't, I've never asked you how tall you are. How tall are you? It's very five. six five? I mean. Six six? I mean. Just it. Yeah. Six five. I think you're six five. That's what I'm guessing. My
2: Tinder profile says I'm six six. <sighs> 'Cause I am 6 Because i do not want to scare people off.
4: Look, we're talking about tall people. You met Vince Vaughn once. Yes. Was he taller than you?
2: We are about the same height.
4: Yeah, because he's about 6'5". How
2: do you know that story? I've told you that story. Once. Oh. You've told me that. Yeah, at,
4: a, at the Super Bowl?
2: It was the weirdest night of my life. That's not a radio-friendly story. I, d- no, I did no, not we don't know have
4: to No, we don't have to dig into it. I'm, I'm, we're talking about tall people, and I remember <laughs> you said you met Vince Vaughn, who's one of my heroes.
2: If you are a personal friend of mine and you'd like to hear this story- it ends up very yeah, R-rated. Ask, ask
4: Fred about that one day.
2: That's a very R-rated story that you brought up on the air.
4: Uh, you didn't even give me an R-rated oh, one either. Oh, my God. You gave me like a PG-13 version.
2: I'll leave you at this point. i I meet in my You'll have his... to
4: break that down later tonight. I'll remember to bring that up later tonight.
2: We're at a Super Bowl party. I shake his hand. I said, my name's Fred Sloan. It's nice to meet you. He says, my name's Vince Vaughn. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, duh, Vince Vaughn. Said, I know you are, guy.
4: Like, you gotta love th- you gotta love that though. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love that though about someone who you you're every person you meet, especially someone that comes up to you randomly, you would just assume they know who you are. Oh, we got so weird. And he still says his name. That's that's a classy move. That says a lot about Vince Vaughn.
2: Classic was last night whenever the Tampa Bay Rays with their thirty million dollar payroll. Put it on the New York Yankees with their hundred and ten million dollar payroll. Do you think I made any exaggerations here? I did not.
4: Hundred and ten. Hundred and ten for the Yankees. Yeah, that's it. I thought it would have been more. Did I do it wrong? I'm just get. I'm just. I'm a little shocked. It's only one hundred and ten. I who had the high, who had a real high payroll that got knocked out early in the playoffs this year. St. Louis Cardinals. No, there's someone else. But no, the Yankees are you
2: I'm sorry, two hundred Yeah, two two hundred sounds two hundred and forty three million. Why did right. I do I'm so well, sorry. Well, because
4: Stanton and, and Judge alone yeah. have massive Cole's uh, got the richest deal. Why now. did I do that? I apologize a
2: hundred times. Three
3: hundred, thank you. All right,
2: so here we go. So the Yeah. Active payroll is seventy seven million. Retained total okay. So their payroll for this year, this is real. Their total yeah. payroll, total yeah. money going out this year. This year. 109 million dollars actively. And everything else gets real heavy after this.
3: Against the lowest payroll in baseball the Rays. Yeah.
2: Right. Right.
3: And gosh, you're talking about
2: And their 40-man tax is 240 million. That's what you're talking about. Okay, well,
4: yeah, total payrolls yeah. yes. we're talking about. That's the big number you're breaking down, but the Rays stellar pitching staff against the Yankees, Bronx Bombers, and Gotta say, it's kind of refreshing to see the the stellar pitching staff prevail. They had four guys pitch the Rays, each going a little about two innings or a little more,
2: and held the Yankees to one run. Unbelievable! Don't don't sleep on the Yankees pitching staff. That Rays team only had like three hits. Well, because Cole went five and went a third. Garrett, Garrett Cole's
4: unreal. Five and a third. I mean, they needed him to be, you know. Superman Mm -hmm. last night and he only gave up the one home run that was it that was the only run he gave up and then Chapman comes in gives up one home run as well but that's all the Rays needed because their pitching was that good last night and now I think it's the same sort of matchup the Rays pitching against the Astros amazing hitting I mean the Astros pitching has not been very good this year in the playoffs, specifically, it's been okay at best. But the Astros have to be excellent when it comes to the offense they're producing. Alex Bregman's been stepping it up. Correa, George Springer, yeah, even Dinger. Altuve's yeah, been hot. Altuve's on the
2: Altuve, comeback. Altuve's coming along. Don't sleep on Josh Reddick. There's. There's a oh, lot. Uh,
4: Michael Brantley lot of was ex- real. Of, Brantley was real nice in the lot last of two experience games. Experience, and I think
3: that's well, what's coming to, to the yeah. front.
2: And that's what I was about to bring it's, up. They're I so talk, deep, experience-wise, is offensively. The, the Houston Astros team has been there before. They know what it is. They have. They know what the lights look like. They know they're brighter at that level. They know what it takes to win World Series. Obviously, they have a bunch of seasoned guys. Hey, you know what you have I, on the other side in Tampa Bay? A bunch of kids that don't know any better. Bunch of kids that don't know they shouldn't be there. Who's that remind you of? The Houston Astros from two years ago.
4: Yeah, but offensively, the Rays aren't as as explosive, so they have to get great pitching in order to have a chance. So is no is it going to be best of seven?
1: Yes. Right? In the yeah, yeah. championship the seven, series,
4: yep. World Series will both be best of seven. Yep. as usual. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one for sure. So I how, don't know, I don't know which series is going to be better. I'm gonna guess the Rays and Astros will be, will be better.
2: Well, but I'm telling you, like my entire heart, if I could fill all of my heart with sports, I would put that towards the Los Angeles Dodgers of Anaheim, California. No,
3: that's wrong. <laughs> that's the, as the Angels. It's the Angels. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel like I was close. The Los I were, Angeles. I thought
4: you were kidding, but I just wanted to make sure. Anaheim. The Los Angeles
2: Dodgers it. of Huntington Beach.
4: <laughs> no, that's even worse.
2: Oh. The Los Angeles
4: uh, Los Angeles it's they're in Los Orange Angeles. Orange County. Okay.
2: Yeah, the Orange the Laguna. Angels are
4: the Orange County
2: team. Yeah. Okay, so the Laguna Beach Dodgers. <laughs> Venice Beach Dodgers. Thank you.
3: The San Fernando Valley. Sa- Santa Monica Beach
2: Dodgers. Okay. Taking on the hated Houston Astros for a chance
4: that's must see TV for the MLB. As much as there was that Vitaly. redemption
2: last night, what was that kid's name from the Rays last night, Vital? The the hit the Brusseau. Yeah, Brusseau who, yeah. who Chapman had tried to like take his head off like um a couple
3: weeks ago yeah. or a month ago.
2: Like that to me, that's sweet revenge. But that is not the sweet revenge that the Dodgers could have in the World Series. Against those S.O.B. Houston Almost Astros. like the
3: Astros are on a revenge tour. We got something to prove. I mean, uh, we know there's a lot of hate But, they're the, see, but
4: they're, here's the thing. They're the ones that cheated. They're they're. How can they be getting revenge? They're, you know? re- like, they're
3: reveling in it because yeah, even like, Correa,
4: what Correa has been saying Man, they've gone about this the wrong way I mean, from I don't day know. one. They're playing victim here from day one. Yeah. It's that's
3: just pathetic.
4: It's it, it's it's pathetic. How, you, can, how can you play victim when you're the ones that cheated?
2: Are we talking about gaslighting? So we do that. Look,
4: their punishment was supposed to be they were going to get booed all year. That was supposed to be their punishment. And then the pandemic, not... and then the pandemic happened. No, I... They haven't got booed once.
2: I'm literally pulling for them.
4: You're pulling for the Astros.
2: I need them in the World Series oh, against the Dodgers. Oh, you could,
4: yeah, you're pulling for them in the World Series. So, now, here's the thing. Here's a good question for Astros haters out there because we know there's a lot out there. None in this room. Is it better for them to lose in the Championship Series? Or is it better for them to lose in the World Series?
2: It is better for them to lose in the World Series. But that won't happen because they will be World Series champions. I don't
4: think so this year. Their pitching's not as good this year. I don't think they'll beat the Dodgers. If they they match up in the World Series, I don't think they'll beat the Dodgers.
2: The Dodgers team is unbeatable. That's a fact.
4: Well, that's what they've thought the last... Few times they've made it to the World Series and then they lost. I think I'm Braves, not going to go that far. I think
3: that Braves and Dodgers series is going to be real good. Two I do. Not. I think it's going to be good. I think it. I think it'll go
4: beyond a sweep. The, I don't think the Dodgers will sweep them. I no, think it'll go five or six.
2: You are insanely wrong.
4: That's what everyone said it, about the Lakers and the Heat. And look see, here, we're
3: in, we're in six games now. I don't see the Dodgers sweeping this series.
4: Yeah, the Braves are real good this year. They're in the championship series. For crying out loud, Acuna Junior's the truth.
2: He's the truth. Were the San Diego Padres in their youthful lineup of superstar players the truth when they lost 12-3 on Thursday to the Dodgers?
4: Yeah, they lost all hope after losing Game 2. They were right there in Game 2. And they should have taken some of that momentum from being so close in Game 2 into Game 3, but now they lost all hope, and then the Dodgers showed who they are.
2: I know we got to go to break, but I'm just – you have to go all the way back, okay? You have to go all the way back to – September 23rd. That's the last time the Dodgers lost a game. What? Yeah. They what?
4: Swept the Brewers, swept the Padres. That is correct.
2: They're not going to lose again.
4: That is correct.
2: Vital, me and you are going to go halfsies on a parlay with the Dodgers. It's a
4: little misleading, though, because not every game has been a blowout for the Dodgers. Like I mentioned, game two against the Padres, the Padres had them.
2: We are thirteen short minutes away from David Carl the New Mexico United. Yes. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I nine. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. D Sports Animal. We're back on the program. I had the biggest Lakers fan in the entire world joining me this morning, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. That's not true.
4: I'm a Lakers fan. Don't call me the biggest Lakers
2: fan.
3: You know a bigger a one? lot of them here in Albuquerque. Yeah,
4: there's a lot of part-time fans <laughs> right now. Yeah. But it's it's bandwagon time. It's been bandwagon time since the playoffs started, specifically. And, and it always ramps up in the NBA Finals. Whenever the Lakers have made the NBA Finals, when I was living in Southern California, when they would make the NBA Finals, the amount of people you would see with Laker flags on their cars went up by 100%. It it was insane. Everyone all of a sudden was a Laker fan once they get into the NBA finals, but I digress.
2: What? How are you still a Lakers fan after last night?
4: (laughs) They're up 3-2. What are you talking about? (laughs) Who is your basketball team?
2: You probably don't have one. Well, I'm a bit of a Celtics guy. Because Jason Tatum is from St. Louis.
4: Cool. That's a good reason. That's a good reason. That's a really good reason. Yeah.
2: Um, Wherever Bradley Beal's at, I pull for them. Bradley Beal? Cool. Yeah. He is from St. Louis. Wizards? Yeah. Wherever David Lee was at.
4: Is he a St. Louis guy? St. Louis I guy. I forgot about
2: that. I would pull for him at the time. Did he retire? I believe he retired.
4: <laughs> right. We're not even sure.
2: <laughs> Why would I know that?
4: He was a bit of a journeyman at, well, the, at the end. Journeyman. Is that how you say? It? Um
2: also growing up in like East St. Louis, which is in Chicago, or which is in Illinois, right outside of St. Louis, Missouri. It was easy to be a Bulls fan. There was a lot of Bulls. Um everything.
4: Yeah, you're you're way close to Chicago. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh David Lee has retired. That is that is official.
2: RIP David Lee. We have confirmed.
4: we have, <laughs> We have confirmed that is that is yeah. He retired.
2: I'm sure he's coaching at a uh high school level.
4: Somewhere. I'd be chilling if I was him. Just be chilling.
2: Doing nothing, nothing
4: for a while. Just See, relax. Just because he only retired recently. Just here, relax, relax for a little bit.
2: Here's my thing.
4: Enjoy, enjoy your, enjoy your bank account.
2: What would you do if you didn't have to do anything?
4: Golf for sure. Play music all day. That's it. <laughs> and I'd throw in a little exercise. I've got, I, I've kind of got it planned out because my fiance will be, <laughs> who will be my wife soon. Like there's, she's a physician's assistant, and there's, yeah, there's possibilities of her getting into some some real good money down the line. She makes good money now, but like real real good money's possibility. And I always joke with her, like, hey, you get into that real real good money, babe. I'm, I'm, I'm retiring. <laughs> I'll, I will be the stay at home dad with the kids. I'll take care of the kids, you know. I'll 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 uh yeah. I'll live that life because I I love my son. I love being a dad. That's the best job in the whole world. It's not the easiest job in the whole world. It's not like I'll be taking easy street by doing that. But I always joke with her that I would do that. But I'm not rushing to do it. I love my job. I'm I'm, I'm chilling with my job for a good while. Like KO before
2: from the Big Brothers Big Sisters fundraiser. Amanda Ferris, fifty dollars. So, thank you to her. And I just got a text from friend in real life, friend of the show, Dave Petrov. Dave is going to donate $100. That's awesome. Brandon's already in.
4: Did it. Clicked it. Did it.
2: I'm refreshing the page down because I put my credit card big
4: number. Brothers, in big brothers, big sisters. Help them out. In Santa them... Fe.
2: Who does that? Who puts their credit card information in wrong? <laughs> like, I'm like a child.
4: Oh, I do it like every time. I pay bills. <laughs> Because it, it just takes one number to mess it up, and, you know, I'm always doing it on my phone, too.
2: That's So, I was trying to do it on my phone, Yeah, but here's a little, for the listener: there's no Wi-Fi here at the studio. So, AT&T was like, we're just, I'm not going to play with you right now, is what AT&T said.
4: There's really no Wi-Fi in here right now? Mm-mm.
2: Oh. Like, it's not safe. It's not safe to have Wi-Fi in, like, this world.
3: Yeah, that's... That's what, it, it's, it's not that it's, yeah. Right.
2: It's not that they don't have the capabilities. It's that you no, can't. We just got a lot
3: of Got to lock stuff. it down. Yeah. Okay.
2: You have, you have Wi-Fi KOB? Yes. No, you don't.
4: Yeah, we do. Well, we work on, uh, there's quite a few people working on laptops. So we need that. They're not going direct plug-in.
2: I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It makes way more sense than giving the ball to Danny Green when you need a game-winning shot.
4: I don't see how that was connected, but
2: no, nah, I just, I was just thinking out loud. Have you ever got a rebound? And Does f- it
4: make sense to give the ball to a wide open You'll person? never forget your first call. Oh, what was that?
2: So that was excitement. We got excited.
4: Did, no, really though. Like it's a hindsight 22 thing. Like is it? Wait, wait, is that 2020? hindsight 22. <laughs> Yeah. It's still early. You're two years. Ahead. Hindsight 2020 thing. Wide open Danny Green or LeBron James triple teams. You know, like, until you know what the result is, you don't know how to answer that. And Wide open, Danny Green. If LeBron's okay with it, I'm okay with it. I
2: mean, he's got to that level. Now he's a loser. No, he's not. Okay.
4: He's a two-time, three-time champion. Danny Green's not a loser. And he's going to have another ring.
2: Playing with who? Who's he playing with? With the S-
4: Spurs and the Raptors last year? Hello. He won one last year with the Raptors.
3: And contributed. He had a good series, too, with them. Yeah.
2: Three minutes away from David Carl. Let's do it. i the New Mexico United. You ready to talk soccer? Let's do it. Rock we're going to go to break. We're going to come back with it. Dave and Buster presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQX Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with the ball. Strong, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's 8 a.m. If you're a fan of international soccer, you're up now anyways. You're watching the big the big game across the well, what's that called? The Cross the Pond? Cross the Pond. That's how they say it. Cross the Pond. Cross the Pond. You know how many like soccer leagues there are all around the world though, seriously? Oh my gosh. Like lots. Lots. Thousands. Thousands. The only one that matters to me though is right here in town.
4: USL championship.
2: Joining us now from the New Mexico United. David Carl. Good morning, David. How are you? Top of the morning, chaps. See, see, he knows. Just, just get him going. How are you doing, Dave?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I uh, could not be more hyped up. It's playoff game day, baby. Where are you? Are you in Texas? Oh uh, no, I am. I'm here oh, yeah. in, in New Mexico. Going to yep. be at the uh, going to be at the event today.
4: Somos Unidos Fest. Motor, motorama at the Downs in Santa Fe, gates open at 2, kickoff at 7. It's going to be a blast.
2: And a couple of really cool partnerships there for the United. It looks like uh, looks like you got some people out there supporting you.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Like you said, gates open at 2 o'clock, going to be live music, going to be food trucks out there, and obviously uh, the, the piece de resistance, the most important part, 7 o'clock, kickoff for the match, drive-in movie style, playing against San Antonio, must win on the road, gentlemen.
2: Presented by the Army National Guard, that's at the now Motorama Downs. The yeah. Motorama. Did
0: I
4: say it wrong? I don't know. Motorama at the Downs.
2: It's got a very. Motorama, you got yeah, it right. It's got an Americana to it. I like that bot. Okay.
4: I like, that. That's, like my, that.
2: that's my familia. So the United, they're they're going to do this thing today, right? Like, what what are the obstacles they're looking at? What are, what are they going to have to overcome? And then and then after this big win tonight, uh, what's next for the boys?
0: Yeah, so San Antonio is a very good team, obviously. Uh, you know, you don't get to the postseason in the USL with, without being a good team. They won their group. They were in group D. Um, we obviously in group C finished uh, second in that group. So we play them in the first round. Uh, they're a team that comes out kind of firing right off the bat, much like New Mexico does. They score a lot of early goals. Um, and, uh, we just got to make sure that we, we essentially do that better than they do. We've been much better defensively this year than they have. And so I think we're going to rely on that. And then, answer the second question. When we win tonight, uh, one of two things happens. Either we play against FC Tulsa, our friends from Tulsa, or we play against a team we like significantly less than that, which would be El Paso, uh, El Paso Locomotive. So that match is going on tonight as well.
4: So, Dave, to break down the match a little further, if you had to pick someone on New Mexico United that has to set the tone from an attacking standpoint... Who who's maybe one or a couple of players that you look to set the tone tonight?
0: Sure. I mean, for me, I think first and foremost it's gotta be Amanda Moreno. I mean, he he came in this year um and and got off to a slow start like anybody would, I think, when coming into a brand new system. And then as soon as he kind of gelled and got into it and started to get Troy Lasane's system, he's been a man on fire. It's been absolutely insane. Leave the team in gold and assist type with Chris Weehan on both of those. And he just creates opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Finds himself in these spaces um, in between defenders, and he can take on defenders one on one, like unlike pretty much anybody else that we have in in uh, certainly on our team, but maybe in the league. He just he's so much fun to watch because I mean you guys know it's kind of like. The difference between, you know, a, a good point guard in basketball who can, you know, distribute well, but then you've got somebody who can kind of take on players one-on-one, can drive to the hoop. That's what Armando Moreno does on the soccer pitch.
4: David Carl, New Mexico United, Director of Communications, hanging out with us, talking playoffs. It's playoff time for New Mexico right. United. That's right, playoff time. So the defense has been great, too. Cody Mizell's got five clean sheets on the season, which is such a good stat when you consider they've only played – 15 matches, they didn't get that 16th due to a COVID-19 positive result from another opponent. So, from a defensive standpoint, this team's been great, too. What do you look for for them? Who sets the tone for them defensively, along with Cody?
0: All right, not to be that guy, but it's it's six clean sheets. They got a sixth. My they bad. Six they, 15 they, matches. It was six. But, but, but you're 100% right. Cody's been phenomenal this season. Uh, I mean, he was phenomenal last season, too, but you know, he's had a lot of help. Uh, and 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 one of the the biggest I think signings of the off season for any team in the USL was Kalen Ryden. I mean, he came in from champion Real Monarchs last season, uh, where he was their best defensive player. And and you, and you got to remember last season for the first two thirds of the season, Real Monarchs were about an average team. They were on the outside of the playoffs, looking in. Um, they they weren't that good defensively, and then. They they hire in a Hamas Alave as their as their head coach and they switch their defensive scheme up and Kalen Ryden is at the heart of that defense and really makes all the difference for them and they go on and they don't lose for the final third of the season and the postseason. They go undefeated that entire time and win the title. So we sneak in and we steal Kalen Ryden away, which, good for us, bad for them. Obviously, you saw Real Monarchs really struggle this year, finishing last in the group, the first time in the USL Championship history that the reigning champ doesn't even make the playoffs. Um, and it's to our benefit. I mean, we've been so much better of a defensive team because of guys like Kalen Ryden and David Nadjem, uh, who've made all the difference this year.
2: Dave, I need your help navigating the day today, okay? I'm going oh, yeah. to finish the show at 9 a.m. Can I go over to the team store at 10 a.m.?
0: You can. You can head right over to the team store, get yourself all geared up, get whatever you need, um, but then head on over to uh, Motorama at the Downs. Like I said, that opens at 2 o'clock, and there is some specific merch uh, that will be available only there. It has not been released to the public yet. The new camo jersey comes out uh, today that will be at Motorama at the Downs. There are now New Mexico United pajama pants, boxers, and new masks out um a lot of really cool stuff. Everybody who gets comes in the door, every uh car will get a new Mexico United Road Warriors Playoffs water bottle. Um, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. I mean the music lineup is is out of this world as well. Um, you know, we've we've got Smooth, which is this amazing kind of Santana cover band. Uh, Olan, based out of Albuquerque, is this amazing collective of artists, and then kind of the 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 headliner, if you want to call it that. Um, is this amazing, amazing uh, Grateful Dead cover band? If you know them, if you if you spend any time in, in Northern New Mexico, uh, you you are well aware of Detroit Lightning, and they're going to rock the house as well. And again, in addition to that, video Taco, Paleta Bar, um, there's going to be when you get your ticket, you get your own twenty feet of space, all on the grass. You kick the ball around, bring the grill, tailgate. It's going to be so much fun.
2: Prime tickets, one hundred twenty nine general, eighty nine economy. 59 the experience do i i got to sit inside my car and, and i'm going to listen to the am broadcast or, or how's that going to work for the fan base there
0: yeah so there's there's going to be an fm transmitter um so you'll have you'll have the radio station up there you can listen in your car uh there's also going to be a sound system there so you'll probably be able to hear it from the front anyway um and you don't have to stay in your car that's the cool thing about it because there's so much space there's 20 feet by 20 feet for every single spot you can get out of your car you can Get some set chairs. Up, you know, yeah. a blanket, or you can set up your chairs, you can set up your grill and watch it there. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: Well, there you have it. David Carl is just making it not just easy, but he's making it fun. He's making it inviting. He's make tell you to bring a blanket, give you pajama pants, he's making it warm. Those are my th- three favorite things. Warm, kind, and inviting.
4: The camo jerseys look awesome. If you guys haven't seen them, check it out on their social media, their their Twitter at New Mexico UTD. Volcano Vistagrad, Albuquerque native, Justin Schmidt modeling them like a straight out of Zoolander right here. Smart. Looking good. It uh, is blue the, steel, yeah. Blue, yeah, With the mask. Blue steel mask.
2: That's, it takes a lot of skill. Tickets can be purchased online, tickets.newmexicoutd.com. And then you, can you get them at the door, though, Dave, or do you have to get them ahead of time?
0: Get them at the door, too.
2: Yeah. No problem at all. There you go. How many? And so... Oh my, well, I'm looking at the ticket chart. Don't wait for the door, y'all. <laughs> like this thing is this thing is a sold, Dave. I don't know if you've seen this this morning, but uh, yeah, there are lots of people already in attendance. So buy early on this bad boy. Game starts at two. How early do you suggest people get there?
0: So uh, the match actually starts at seven. Gates oh, open. Oh my at bad. Two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gates open at yeah. two. No,
2: I said that wrong. I apologize. That's yeah. No,
0: no worries. No worries at all. Uh, gates open at two o'clock. So um, you know, music starts at two thirty. Uh, and like I said, it'll all be kind of going on all day. So really, you can get there at two if you want. You can get there at four if you need to. And just make sure you're there before seven when the game kicks off.
2: Well, there you have it, David Carl. Anything we missed, my friend? Anything we need to make sure we cover?
0: Oh, free COVID testing if you want while you're there. Free flu shots uh, and free blood pressure testing, all provided by Medic Buddy and Western Sky too. So another way for us to keep it safe and, and have a
2: great time. Fantastic. That's a tremendous, David. That's and,
4: they, and they've they've done that anytime they get folks together for something like this and when they went to Colorado Springs mm-hmm. yeah same thing that they, they offered COVID which tests. was
2: which if we ha- I know we've talked about it David but we haven't had you on the program since going to Colorado Springs so it was 875 fans and and five hours of driving but how many how many positive COVID tests that's a big fat zero gentlemen big fat zero done safely done the right it's way tough. yeah David Carl you're going to be up there tonight in Santa Fe
0: I will absolutely be there and uh oh also one thing we haven't told people about this yet, but at halftime, we're going to be, at halftime of the match, we're going to be announcing the annual award winners. The players vote on awards like oh, cool. you know, MVP, oh, Newcomer cool. of the Year, and all these things. We're going to be announcing those at halftime, so make sure you're there for that as well.
2: Cool. You're a good dude to us. We appreciate you greatly.
0: Hey, great to, uh, great to be on with you this morning, and I'll see you tonight. Thanks, Dave. Have a great day, buddy. All right, see ya.
2: You think we can convince them ladies to go with us tonight? It's a long shot. It's a long we shot. try. We could try. We could definitely convince them to get that watch ESPN. Well,
4: oh, I'm doing that. <laughs> no matter, matter where I'm, we're I'm, at. I've already got that. <laughs> I've already got the live stream ready to rock if we're not there. That's how I watch most of the games. Usually Saturday's family day, and I've got United on in my pocket. I could, he- I could hear the audio and then peek at it from time to time. Probably have to do that again tonight. But we'll see.
2: We spend a lot of time together. I f- Lately. I feel like we could figure this thing out. We'll see. We
4: just got it's, la- it's the ladies' call tonight. It's ladies' call. We we take turns on who picks. Saturday night. Tonight ladies happens night. to be their pick.
2: New Mexico United. Make the trip up to Santa Fe.
4: Motorama at the Downs. Gates open at two. Kickoff at seven.
2: I could go up today. I'm going up tomorrow. Yeah. Ten thousand waves tomorrow. You're
4: already going there tomorrow.
2: I'm gonna go tomorrow.
4: So you could go there, spend the night, and then take the train back. You could do that, but we'll see.
2: Smartest idea I've ever heard. Dave & Busters presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio powered by New Mexico Pinco- Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. If only there was a live stream during the break. Because myself and KOB, the star of TV and radio, KOB's Brandon Ortega, you're kind of a bully to me. What? You pick on me.
4: No, get out of here. You're the bully.
2: You are a bully. How are
4: you bullies? You're 6'5", first of all.
2: How are you bullies? You, you have a bigger personality.
4: Yeah. Yeah, sure.
2: Can't wait to replace you with the newest yeah. friend of the show, Isabel Gonzalez of The Lair, also USA Today. Isabel, good morning.
5: Good morning. How are you guys?
2: Doing well, friend. Welcome to the program. Are you excited to take over for Brandon Ortega every time? <laughs>
5: Hey, um, you know, I have to see Brandon a lot, so I have to be nice to him, so I can't really answer
2: that. Well we see each other on
4: Zoom a lot right now is what we're doing. Yeah, we do we do. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: That's the better way to see Brandon.
4: We, we, I, we usually sit next to each other <laughs> at the pit for, for, for basketball games, which is always awesome. We usually sit next to each other. Yeah, but uh, right do, now. Yeah. Right now it's a Zoom We'll light. see
5: you this here.
2: Yeah, this it's is good, what,
4: good. It's, good. it's good to be with you this morning.
2: This is how it works, Vital. I bring the friends of the show together. This is how it works. This is, this is our community yes, station. Yes, I'm such an adamant public figure in town. Isabel, we have, <laughs> we got you on the program because, uh, girl, you got carpal tunnel? Because, I mean, I can't, I can't flip anywhere on the Internet without seeing an article that you have written recently of UNM Athletics. Just give me a rundown. What is exciting you right now? What's exciting you in the football program? And what's exciting you with the upcoming basketball season?
5: Oh, man, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on for sure now. There wasn't a lot before um, But let's just start with football since, you know, they're actually practicing and they have a game coming up. Um Well, practices, full practices started this week. And Gonzalez is a really interesting coach. He's really fun. And he's also very strict. Um, so for practices, they are emphasizing being physical this year, which I was talking to Bryson Carroll earlier this week. And he said, the practices do look a lot different. They're more physical. They're playing a lot faster. And Gonzalez just, he's strict with things. If you're not five minutes early to practice, then you're in trouble. He calls you out on it. So, that's like a very welcoming sight for a lot of the players. They like that structure that they have now.
4: Yeah, if you're not um, early, you're not on time with Coach Gons. That's his I, thing. I
5: got called out during a uh, press conference, actually. Because I was two minutes late since I was um, at another press conference right before that. And Gonzalez was like, Isabel, if, if you're not on time... Uh, no, I'm sorry. If you're not early, you're not on time. Right. So yeah, I I see what the players see in him. And <laughs> um, but, is
2: it is that a Rocky okay. Long kind of sediment that's been reintroduced by Coach Gonzalez? Is, is that's the entire staff, right?
5: I mean, it it does seem like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gonzalez was talking about how Rocky Long was saying that if you are if things are happening and if you're not stopping them, that that means you're allowing them. So he puts a lot of responsibility on coaches, too. So if players do something bad, that means coaches are allowing that unless they are doing something to, you know, actively stop it. And, yeah, I think that's a whole new culture for the team. Um It's just, you know, they're strict, and they want to have some rules. They want to change the culture. But even when it comes to competing for starting positions, honestly, Gonzalez said there's really no one who have a spot, has a spot guaranteed other than maybe the punter. But he wants every guy to compete every single day, which, you know, you only have a couple of weeks, so there must be, you know, a little bit of pressure on them just to show they can do it.
2: So the mentality, the, the practices are maybe a little tougher. They're maybe, maybe a little meaner, you might even say. But what do they look like logistically? Is it, is it two-a-days? Is it three-a-days? Is it, are, they, are they physically in, in full contact the whole time? Are they breaking off into groups? like Like, what does it look like?
5: I haven't been able to go to the practice. Yeah, I'm not there's, quite there's sure no, on there's that. No media, I think they're a lot of practicing right, yeah. okay. every day, um, but they are starting their scrimmages today. Which Gonzalez said those were going to be very vital for the team, since you know he said before playing another opponent, we have to play each other. Um, so after this weekend, we'll know a lot more about what he's seeing there.
4: So football, it's been now a full week. They've gone full contact. A scrimmage today. We're counting down to the season opener October 24th at Colorado State. Let's shift over to basketball. So Mountain West schedule comes out yesterday. December 29th is when they're going to tip that off with San Diego State Aztecs on the road. So basketball, let's kind of dig into this a little bit. Nine-to-one pods is what they're still in, right? Or have they been cleared to to go full-on and start getting ready for the season?
5: No, they haven't been cleared. Um, I believe they're playing – in two groups right now, so they're dividing the team in half.
4: Right. Yeah, and uh, let's yeah let's let's talk about that roster. A lot of new faces, some some freshmen that Lobo fans are very excited about. What is intriguing about this year's roster when you look at the men's basketball team?
5: So it's a very young team. You have only two seniors right now, and those seniors are Keith McGee and Macaw Um McGee obviously very athletic, but you know, sometimes he, his energy needs to be toned down a little bit. So then you have Malawat, who has to be the leader. And I mean, you know him. He's very quiet. So he's going to have to be leading by example, which is what we're expecting him to do. It they're going to be playing fast this year, uh, which is kind of, you know, we're signature style anyway. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be hard to really know what to expect. Just, you know, there's a lot of new faces and a lot of young guys. I'm hearing. They do look like a very hungry team. Um, it looks like a very hungry team, but you can tell they're young. Um, they still, you know, need a little bit more, more practice, a little bit more time together. Um, freshman wise, Javante Johnson has really been impressing the coaches. Craig Snow said he was the best freshman guard possibly since Kendall Williams. And then you have Byron Matos, who should be able to make an impact right away. And the coaching staff's really excited for him to be working with, um, assistant coach Scott Padgett since, you know, um, he specializes in bigs.
4: So you got, yeah, I was just going to say, you got some exciting freshmen, the two seniors, and some transfers uh, for, I mean, it's been how many years in a row now that the Lobos have brought some high-profile transfers in, Jeremiah Francis being the headliner of this transfer class, of this uh, JUCO transfer, Division One transfer class we have coming in this year. He's been cleared for a while now, so I would imagine he's really gotten himself acclimated the last month or two uh, with the Lobos, and they got to be really excited about having him coming from North Carolina.
5: Oh, for sure, uh, coach was really excited when you know he was allowed to play, um, and he he did suffer some injuries at the end of his college, um, high school career, and even in North Carolina he was dealing with some stuff. So if he can be healthy, then you know, he's gonna be great for the Lobos, which I think he should be pretty healthy by now. But, you know, it always takes a little bit of time to get back into playing mode. Um, but, you know, he's gonna be really good obviously, but they also are looking at Rod Brown. They're saying he has like a very blue collar type of mentality and they like their energy. Um New Mexico coaches are very very much about that. And they're comparing him a lot to Sam Logwood. So that should be a fun one to watch as well. So he might be a little bit underrated right now, but that um work ethic should be there
2: my favorite color outside of cherry and silver brandon is is local my favorite color is local and west mesa high school eloy medina is a freshman at UNM this year is is he does he have a chance to make an impact uh so very early in his collegiate career or does it look like uh does it look like he might have a longer road in front of him
5: i think he should um coach Weir said he was a very elite shooter and, as we've seen, that staff is not afraid to put walkins on the game. If you can prove that you can do that, then you totally have a chance.
2: I'm excited because I love seeing the kids because obviously it's a, it's a team put together from all over the country and really internationally in the too. world too yeah mm-hmm. it's it's an international team, so to be able to see like like kids from you know like Angola and kids from like Australia and then kids from Albuquerque come together and and put together hopefully an exciting team and a team that's going to compete in the Mountain West. Um any kind of word, any kind of insider Isabel on on when when it's going to happen. Is everything going to going to tip off as expected or or do they not know?
5: They don't know. <laughs> At this point everyone's just kind of waiting and seeing what happens.
2: I'm excited to find out. Obviously, the, the times Me too. yeah, the times are a little turbulent, but, uh, but this team with the leadership that they have, I have no doubt is going to figure it out as well as anyone else can. Isabel, anything we missed before we let you go?
5: Um, no, I think that was the major part of it. We're going to have some press conferences with both basketball coaches next week, so we'll have a lot more to say and a lot more insight on everything that's going on right now.
2: Great stuff. Isabel Gonzalez, thank you so very much. Thank you. Thanks, Isabel.
5: She, Thank uh, you. Bye, Brandon.
2: Aww. She writes for The Layer. Not sure if you're familiar with that. Do you mess with it?
4: The Layer. The Layer and a contributor with USA, Today. USA Today's Mountain West Wire. Does really good work.
2: The um, it's, it's. I'm going to be real honest. I go to it all the time. So it's got a lot of just Lobo insight because I'm, I'm not from New Mexico. I'm a transplant. Like, I didn't I didn't grow up with the Lobos. I wasn't in love with them. So this gives me, like, a, a little bit of a connection to it. So com. I like that there are so many people in the community that are just so passionate about it.
4: Oh, Lobo Basketball? Yeah. Or Lobo Sports? I mean, Lobo, Lobo sp- ba- all of it. And Lobo Basketball, yeah. especially.
2: You know, you know how often I'll go through town and I'll see, like, a bumper sticker that's like, New Mexico United, UNM Lobo License Plate. Um, Albuquerque Isotopes, like and that to me is like, oh, you guys are here in the high schools too. There's a the very proud yeah. high
4: school community as well. Yeah, Ice Wolves, runners, they're getting like, they're there. everywhere. They're, they're getting there.
2: Yeah, everyone yeah. is everywhere. I know we got to take a break, so we will. Uh, when we get back, we got 30 minutes to wrap this bad boy up. And our final segment today is the I-9 Varsity. The Varsity today top returns. Top returns. Sports or not sports? Yeah, it's all, I mean, what do you mean it, could by it, be, it could be both. Could be you tell me.
3: Injury. Return
4: from, <laughs> you, you your your last house. few varsities have been very broad. We there could be so many different things. I
2: mean, it's the top return. What is the top return? Like top Yeah, like yeah. comeback.
4: Like is this like return from injury? I think you're I think you're referring to return, return from, the from the injury. House.
2: I mean, there's a lot of those. Tune in at 8.45 to find out. That's my answer. Right. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. 95.9 FM AM 610 d Sports Animal. Back on the program. As you're aware, Brandon, myself and Van, you not included, coward, we've taken on Sober October. And you were afraid to do it. I'm not
4: afraid to have anything. Just don't want to do it. There's a big difference.
2: <laughs> Van and I have kicked the sauce. I didn't
4: need to do that also. I'm 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 pretty sober October for the most part, like twenty seven days out of the month. So it's not like I needed to do that anyway, for the record.
2: I am literally twenty seven days of the month. The opposite. The opposite. Yeah, so you needed to do it. I don't, I don't need to do that. I needed to do it. I'm currently ten days or a third of the way through Sober October. And I tell you what,
3: I like cold turkey for How you. How do you feel?
2: I'm sleeping better. If we're gonna be real honest. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh. No. It's. I tell you what. It was. It's not a thing that you think about until you're in settings where where it applies, right? Because it's uh like a social. Like yesterday, I was hitting up some of the boys because uh, we're doing some fundraisers for Big Brothers Big Sisters, which if you're not aware, we're up to like four hundred bucks already. Just
4: today. Just today. Just today.
2: Just today. So the FOTS, the Friends of the Show. 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. So we're an hour and a half into the campaign. We're up to almost where we want to be. A third of the way. It's Very cool. So we're doing our Sober October. And we're doing it with Evolve Strong. And I've been taking classes over to Evolve. I'm loving it. Loving it. No other verbiage to use. It's the hardest. My body hurts. I sweat. I'm happy. I mean, during it, I'm very sad. But afterwards, they feel very good. So,
4: yeah, that's the thing about like good exercise is like when you're getting good exercise, it's a struggle. Yes, right. But if you're exercising and you're not really struggling and you're, you're just walking around, you know, you're going on on walks, which is still good exercise, which is still exercise, but it's not like solid difference-making exercise. The difference-making exercise, there's pain, there's struggle, there's frustration. But then there's a big payoff when you're when you're done with your
2: sessions. Transform- that's what you're doing right now. That is what I'm doing. I'm transforming my Happy body and that's great. And my mind and my lifestyle. EvolveStrong.com, E-V-O-L-V Strong.com. First class on your boys. Go down there and say, "Hey, the show sent us." First ones on us. We got you. Nice. We got you. The NFL. Every team has COVID-19. Cancel the season.
4: How many are we up to now? What are we up to, like... Five or six, right? I think at least. Yeah. Yeah. Titans. Raiders. Patriots. Who else?
2: Chiefs? No. None of the Chiefs it, got a, it. it.
4: It's affected more than just yeah. the teams that have tested positive, because whoever they played prior has to get through some protocols... And then whoever they're playing next has to figure out their schedule. Yeah. It's um it was inevitable to get some positive tests.
2: Is a sign of COVID nineteen? Is a sign of COVID nineteen all's timers? Because Tom Brady forgot what down it was on Thursday night.
4: Gotta say I didn't watch it. I was watching the Dodgers Thursday. Every day's a blur right now. I was watching the Dodgers having dinner with the little man. Didn't watch it. Didn't have any fantasy players. That's kind of a thing for me right now. (laughs) If the Thursday night game doesn't have any of my fantasy players, I'm just going to watch something else.
2: We were just talking about Evolve Strong, and we now have on the hotline Donovan, who's a trainer over at Evolve, joining us. Wasn't sure if he was going to make it. Seems like he's made it. He's made it. Good morning, Donovan. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you doing?
2: We, I'm feeling better than I've felt in some time because I've been working out for the last 10 days. Donovan, you've
1: been training? Oh, my goodness, <laughs> man. Yes, hey, those first couple of weeks are rough, but after that, man, it gets to be pretty easy. <laughs>
2: Donovan, it sounds like you have a cheering section behind you. Yes. And we love, <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> we love that. My hurt. little son, man, he just turned one years old. Oh, it's a party. Every morning's a party yeah. with a one-year-old.
2: <laughs> happy happy birthday to Donovan Jr. as he celebrates his first today. Yes. So that is
1: Yes, buddy. Yes, yes, is a, buddy. So Donovan,
2: I've, I've seen you over there at Evolve. I know that obviously you do some personal training. You help a lot of individuals out. You do the group classes too?
1: Yes, so uh I'm a certified uh instructor and personal trainer. So not only do I do one on one sports specific or um uh, whatever uh situation you may have, weight gain, weight loss, I do have specific classes that I uh that I put on at Evolve, um, that involve everything. A little bit of strength, uh some agility, some conditioning, um, and also some mental work, uh <laughs> being able to push through
4: donovan what's been your favorite part of bringing in clients especially at this time of our lives where exercise it's one of those things where like everyone knows they should be doing more of it you know if you're working at home more or you know if maybe like you're in between jobs you have more time to do it when you get someone new in there what's like the best
1: thing about that and motivating
4: them to keep it going
1: um probably the most unique thing is that uh everybody's uh situation is different, so it 's a new journey every time you start with a new client um and, and once again uh you know their their journey may be something completely different from you know my last client or, or clients i've been with for years you know but uh I just take on the challenge just because you know some people you know really have the drives to 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 get their body Right to get healthy uh, and, and to keep pushing, but you know sometimes you need that that, that extra kick, and uh, and that's where I come in. You know, just knowing you know how to work you out, um, what you need, and then whenever you are down in the dumps, uh, especially because of the pandemic or work or whatnot, come and relieve that stress with Donovan and a workout.
2: And, and you're <laughs> you're talking about that extra kick, Donovan. Can you talk about a little bit how Evolve Strong is an option for the at-home worker? Like if you have transitioned to being an at-home worker, can you talk about how easily Evolve Strong can fit into your life?
1: Absolutely. So, um, what, what we've done, uh, since the beginning of the, the pandemic, we have actually went virtual. So, uh, not only, you know, can you, uh, schedule one-on-one, uh, uh, uh sessions with us, uh, even if you don't have the term, you don't have, uh, the transportation or whatnot, you could just pick up that smartphone, um, and, and download the app and then you'll be, um, you know, to do to not only myself but several other certified uh instructors uh ranging from yoga to uh to Olympic lifting and 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 with that being said it's it's no excuse uh for you not to be able to get a 15 20 minute 30 minute workout in at home and then the thing is the most beautiful thing about it is that we give modifications so you don't need weight you don't need a gym you don't need dumbbells or anything like that You just need to show up and be ready to go.
2: (laughs) Donovan Poirier, the, the thing that's so interesting to me about you is you didn't start out as a trainer, did you?
1: Right. No, I didn't. So, um, actually in 2016, um, I actually got signed my first year, uh, here with the professional arena team, uh, the Duke City Gladiators. And CJ was actually my, um, athletic trainer on the team, you know, and they did such a wonderful job. Uh, we used their facilities, you know, and just the, the different workouts and the, uh, the, the uh, rehabilitation and all the different things. You know, they really nursed a lot of the guys uh, through a season and and made us, you know, uh, super healthy, and we won a lot of games, made it to the playoffs that year. And um, it was really intriguing to me out of all the professional uh, organizations that I've been in how they did their training, you know, and uh, that was something I wanted to dive into. So um, I I got with C.J. and, and told him how I felt, and C.J., he's been grooming me ever since. So,
2: and jog my memory, and I apologize if this is wrong. Was 2009 your last year with the Lobos? Is that right?
1: Yes, yes, 2009, and yeah. then uh, and then from there, um, with the Detroit Lions, for during preseason, got waived, and then in 2011, uh, well, the end of 2011, almost 2012, I started my uh, professional arena career.
2: There you go, and then, so, of that, of all the professional experience, and obviously being a collegiate quarterback, how does that mentality, how does that mindset help you whenever you're connecting with individuals that you're working with over at Evolve Strong?
1: I believe that I could connect with people more so on a mental, um, aspect. Um, you know, just for me as a quarterback, the game is so mental that sometimes you can overthink stuff. You can, uh, do too much at times. Uh, and, and, and sometimes you need that perfect balance of chaos and being able to stay calm, uh, throughout the storm. And so when I get with, uh, with, with, with different clients, once again, it's their journey. But then, once again, I can kind of tell them, okay, this is what we need to do. This is how we have to intensify what you're doing. And, you know, outside of that, this is outside of that. This is how we need to rehab. This is how we need to do our condition or our cardio or whatnot. So I bring kind of a well-rounded aspect of training to you. So.
2: Evolve strong. First one on us. Let them know the boys sent you. We'll get you in a group fitness class. We'll get you acclimated to what's going on. Then meet up with Donovan, and he'll get you to the person you want to be. Any final words, Donovan, Absolutely. before we let you go, my friend? Anything we might have missed?
1: Um, just that uh, it's a uh, it's not only uh you know a good um. A good thing for people to start working out but also the environment um, the atmosphere the energy that you feel when you're in this place is super good um, and I know right now a lot of people are you know are worried about going to these huge gyms and stuff evolve strong is more so of a uh, a specific type of training area so you don't have too many people in class uh, we have several one-on-one clients uh, but we actually actually get a chance to take our time, dive into whatever unique program that you need, and we get the job done. You know, you see results super fast. Uh, And and not only that, but the community, once again, is just amazing.
2: (laughs) How would you say that fellowship relates to the fellowship of, like, a locker room?
1: And it, it, it definitely correlates uh, just because, you know, uh when you're in the locker room, you can't really become a good team until everybody is on the same page working for the same goals, you know. And I feel like the the more personal one-on-one sessions or the smaller classes, we can pay attention to detail a little bit more, work on specific techniques, specific things. And at the end, you know, we kind of grow together, you know. And just like a team would in a locker room, and just getting to know someone. So, um, once again, uh, that actually is one of the best things that you could do in training because you don't want to go into a gym or anything or even try to do it on your own and have bad technique, bad form, or just not have any pep in your step or, or anyone to push you. So, um, and that's what we provide uh, at Evolve Strong. You know, we give you the outlet, uh, we push you, and then, once again, um, we know the tempos, the intensity the capacity at which a person can work after just working with them a couple of times. So um, it definitely correlates to the to the locker room in a sense that uh, once you get a chance to know somebody and, and what they can and cannot do, now we can start making those weaknesses into strengths, and that's what you want to become a good team. So
2: Donovan Portier, thank you so very much for joining us this morning, and I'll be down there at 10 a.m., so make sure you say hi if you see me.
1: All righty, brother, man. See you down there. <laughs> Good
4: dude. Man, if you were not awake on our show before he came on, we're you're awake now. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I just drank five five cups of coffee. Yeah. Listening to him.
2: Yeah, that is. He pumps me up. Man. Yes. That's the energy. I'm telling you, you walk in there, it's a whole other thing. I love it. Love it. And, and then the one-year-old woke, woke, woke him up, too. Well, that's the thing, too. When you got the peanut gallery behind you, it's easy to stay motivated. That was, that was great. Love it.
4: You could tell he went to, like. His bedroom or something. About halfway through, he 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 found an escape route and uh, got into a a room that had better audio. But that, that was fantastic. Yeah, evolve strong. Check it out with Donovan and the great crew there.
2: Good yeah, stuff. no, that was too much fun. When we get back from break, the I nine varsity today.
4: Best o- returns.
2: Top returns. Top returns. Best returns. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Had a lot of fun with this one today, Brandon. Thank you so very much. Goes for by real quick. I tell you what. Any time I spend with you is not enough. Just enjoy you deeply and greatly. Just
4: every, every minute goes by way too quick, dude.
2: Life is good. Special thank you to David Carl United. Special thank you to Isabel Gonzalez of everything Lobos. I mean, she just everything. She's all over the place. Special thank you to Donovan Portier of of Evolve Strong.
4: Got all three on. Wasn't sure we were getting all three on. No.
2: this You know, and that's that's radio. You don't know. You try. It always works out. Today's I-9 varsity. We play on Team I-9. Team I-9. I-9 has like a local chapter where it's U-Sports. I don't know how familiar you are. They'll introduce your young son to any sport you'd like. Starts like three four years old. Link's on all of our social media, but I-9 Albuquerque will get you where you want to be. Are you ready? Top returns. Today's varsity, okay? Boys,
4: boys and girls, I-9. Let's do it.
2: Okay. I'm going to start off with a softball. I don't know if this one's going to make the varsity. I got Marshawn Lynch. He's returned like a couple times, right? Okay. Yeah, so he's in. That to me is going to be he's retired, he's back, he's retired, he's back.
4: Well, wait, retired or injury? Well, I don't know. Yeah, okay. That's just a return yeah. from, from retirement. So. I, well, boy, if we're going to talk return from retirements.
2: Yes. Michael Jordan. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Is near the top.
4: 1990. Five is when he returned. Correct. Halfway through the season. And then 96 like, completed the comeback starting the first of three straight championships. Correct. After playing baseball yes. for over a year. Following a three-peat from 91 to 93.
2: That's a very good comeback. When
4: it comes to comebacks from retirements, That's a good return. That may be the top of That's the a, top.
2: One of the top returns. Also, Magic Johnson returning after announcing his retirement.
4: That was Yeah, that was a powerful one.
2: In 96.
4: For sure, a powerful return.
2: How about when Mario Lemieux retired, was immediately inducted to the NHL Hall of Fame five minutes later, and then unretired?
4: In the NHL, do, they don't have a five-year waiting period. They do. They do.
2: But they, but they, they waived it because he <laughs> was that good.
4: Okay, I got one for injuries. Returning oh, okay. For injury. Tiger. Woods,
2: All right, what kind of injury?
4: Fractured his left tibia in the 2008 U.S. Open, which I believe that's the one he went on to win, but battled a slew of injuries for the next, like, 10 years. Well, in
2: 2012, he had, he had a car accident.
4: Yeah, but we're talking from an injury standpoint because he battled injury after injury after injury after surgery after surgery and then won the U.S. Open. Or wait, Masters.
2: Yes, won the Masters. Won the Masters. How about nice recent years? So, how about in two thousand four when Roger Clemens just retired for a year so he wouldn't get drug tested, and then he just unretired and come back Loop, to play for the Yankees?
4: Loophole return.
2: Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a loophole. A good return. return. Still return. What about Kirk Gibson of your Los Angeles Dodgers? That's
4: Mount Rushmore of return from injuries. Okay, returns. That's a good one. Paul Pierce. Game one of the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's a good one. 2008, goes out <laughs> in a wheelchair, right? <laughs> and they like, literally pushed him out in a wheelchair, and then he came back in that game.
2: Yeah, it was a good return.
4: Helped them win, and then they ended up, went, went on to win the series.
2: How about James Harrison picking off the Seahawks in that Super Bowl and returning at 99 yards for a touchdown? Was that the Seahawks? The Cardinals? Was it Larry Fitzgerald caught him, right? Mm-hmm. That was a good return.
3: How about Muhammad Ali, three Wait. and a half years suspended from military service? That's a good return. Service. Kurt Warner.
2: Like after breaking his hand in St. Louis and then being subjugated to the bench in New York? Well, and then even
4: before that, you know, kind of flamed out of the NFL, played in the Arena League, worked at grocery stores, had a... One of the best comebacks of all time, coming back to lead the Rams to the Super Bowl. did was a good return.
2: I didn't realize this, Vitaly, you just said it. Um, that Those are three years in Ollie's prime. That three and he, a half. Three and a half years yeah. in Ollie's prime.
3: How about George Foreman? Left 10 years later, came back.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, 20... we, got, we
3: got Mike Tyson
4: back now. That's sweet. That's a return.
2: How about the McRib?
4: Oh, now, now we're getting weird. Okay. And now we're getting outside <laughs> of sports, and do, I knew that was coming.
2: Do you feel like the McRib is a?
4: I don't know how long it was out. I know that it was a thing that it, it was gone, and mm-hmm. then it came back, and it hasn't stayed permanently. right? No, no, Isn't no. Is seasonal?
2: It's, well, it's whenever pork prices are cheap. Okay. What about Cadbury eggs? How do you feel? How do you feel about no, that? No,
4: I don't even know what those are. What? Nope. I know what eggs are. I don't know what you're talking about though. What is it? How do you say it?
2: Cadbury
3: eggs. Don't know what those are. Chocolate cover, or chocolate. Chocolate eggs? Yeah. Yes. That sounds gross.
2: I saw super Supermarket Sweeps is back. How do you feel about that? Is that a good return? No. Okay. Not a good return. Those. All
4: right. What about? Um, what what controversial return. Most controversial return when you look at sports because now we know he was a big fat cheater. Lance Armstrong overcoming cancer and then winning seven Tour de France championships. But then we found out he was juicing the whole time. So that one gets eliminated.
2: I mean, I don't think but you still still
4: in his it's still a historic return.
2: I don't think that was. I mean, he cheated technically
4: tech. You either cheated or you did it. He cheated.
2: I mean, but they all cheated, right?
4: I don't know that he did, though. We know that. A tainted return, to say the least.
2: What about what about Family Guy? That got canceled and then returned a
4: lot of times. Yeah, yeah that that got canceled several times. Brooklyn Nine Nine, we're forgetting TV shows that got straight up canceled by Fox, picked back up the next year by NBC.
3: How about Hawaii Five Four? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine. four
4: times. Brooklyn 5 O. Hawaii Five.
2: Yeah, that's more or of a reboot f- though. Twin, yeah. twin Peaks. Re-
4: reboots are different than return. Yeah, that's a good point. That's true.
2: That is true. What was the one you were just saying? Twin Peaks. That went away? Yeah, but came back. Okay. Um what about what about Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison? It's a good it's a good song. Yeah, that's
4: That was in your uh one hit wonder tournament.
2: Yes, should have won it. Should have won the whole thing.
4: Went far. If I remember correctly. Until this program. Went very far.
2: Came I had, I had ended every radio show I'd ever done. All my bet on every outro was Return of the Mac by Mark Return Morrison.
4: Return of the Jedi.
2: Okay, that's a fire one. That's a fire one because I will tell you right now that The Empire Strikes Back is the best of all the Star Wars films.
4: Okay. I don't think a lot of people would argue.
2: I have right here the greatest return of all time. I'm going to take you all the way back to 2008, okay? The Royal Rumble. (laughs) Okay.
4: (laughs) It wouldn't have been a show if you didn't mention wrestling one time. You went probably the longest... In any show you've ever done, without mentioning
2: wrestling, you, uh, you almost made it. You were five minutes away from going a whole show. Tore his I'm proud of you. Tore his pectoral in October of two thousand seven. The number thirtieth entry in the Royal Rumble. He was projected to have a nine to ten month hiatus due to a torn pectoral. And how 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 long how long was he out? Three months. Returning in the number, the final entry There's of the p- 2008 p- Royal Rumble, John Cena. He won the whole damn thing. Nice. Punched his ticket to a match at WrestleMania. Also, WrestleMania 8 when the Ultimate Warrior returned to save and then suffering Hulk Hogan from an onslaught of devastation from Sid Justice and Papa Shango. No? You're not buying those two? You just went a little long with it, that's all. (laughs) It was a good one. (laughs) It was a good program today. Vital, you did so good. Brandon, any final words?
4: Have a great Saturday. New Mexico United, 7 p.m. Playoff time. Check them out. Get out to Motorama at the Downs in Santa Fe if you can. Gates open at 2. Drive-in viewing party. Have fun.
2: Good job, everyone. GG.